Hello everyone, my name is Houston Pierce, and this is a very special episode of an episode. This is a very special episode. Glad you're hearing it. Glad you're with us. I have on my guest, Amir Donchez, and we're going to be talking about Scream the movie and just sharing our thoughts. Scream? I thought it was called Shout. Are you sure it's not called Shout? It's called Scream, you know, based off the horror movie franchise. Oh, Bro, this whole time I thought it was called Shout. This oh, whole, well. You couldn't read this whole time? I just learned last week. Anyway, so you guys may remember, may remember Amir from a previous episode, which yeah. I named after him. Uh, I met him on the streets. He was selling yeah. me watches. We have since then gone back together. We've started talking, and he's a very fascinating guy that I decided to have back on. Now that I know a little bit more about him, Amir, if you want to enlighten yeah, yeah, what's happened and- from here to there. Yeah, me and Houston, we're boys now. We chill all the time, man. We're boys. That was all, uh, I don't know if it's a misunderstanding a little bit, but just to set the record straight, I am not. I didn't sell watches. I was one time, so this is what happened, guys, and girls, don't want to, and anyone in between, you know, whatever you are, I don't really care, but <laughs> this is what happened. So the love of my life, it was this girl in Ecuador, and I was going to visit her, and I had some stuff on me I shouldn't have had really bad stuff i don't need to disclaim what it was doesn't matter now it's on the past because honestly i don't even remember yeah so i ended up in a panamanian jail not even like on land in a canal underwater almost just on like a tiny little plot of land and i was drugged for like six straight weeks so when i met this guy i just got (laughs) sent back to the u.s and i was still on drugs and (laughs) basically what happened is i thought i was a watch salesman and I thought I legitimately in that moment, in that span of what was like three weeks, Houston, I thought <laughs> I thought I was a watch salesman who grew up in a Russian bunker. And outside of knowing my name, Amir, I didn't know anything about who I was. So that's why I was like using weird accents and like saying all kinds of crazy stuff about bunkers and, you know, all kinds. Of, I was talking about the lizards and stuff. I still believe that that was a true little bit of who I actually really am. You know, the lizards, you know, there's a lot of lizard out there. You got to be careful. But yeah, basically, I had no idea what the fuck was going on for like weeks. So yeah, I was on this guy's episode and then I didn't even remember I was on it. And then I ran into him, didn't even remember who he was. And he was like, you're really going to just come up? Well, I didn't come up to him. He came up to me and he's like, you're really not going to say hi, man, after all that bullshit you pulled on my podcast. And I was like, I don't even know who the fuck you are, bro. What are you even talking about, bro? I'm like, is this a like, is this a pyramid scheme or something? Are you drunk? Then he, he kind of explained it to me. He showed me the episode. And I was like, oh, shit. So I explained it to him. And ever since then, yeah, me and Houston, we're cash money, baby. We've been like, yeah, we've been boys for a while. Yeah, as funny as it sounds, as unbelievable as it sounds. And I believe you if you don't believe it. Uh, yeah. And he actually does have proof that he left the country and papers and whatever. Not to get into that weird story. But since then, yeah, I found out he's still a crazy person, but not as crazy I once thought. And we actually saw the movie Scream together. And I said, do you want to be on for this thing? And he said, sure, yeah, of course, because we both had thoughts about it. And um, yeah, now we're just going to talk about the movie for a second. And yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll let I know what I think. So I'll let you start here. All right, man. There's like one thing I got to preface my entire opinion on. Um, I tend to think with my, you know, my dick sometimes. And I only say that to say that fucking the main actress in Scream, Melissa Barrera, I think is her name. Yeah. Um, yeah, she is a piece. Like, she is so fine. 
and i've seen her in other stuff like i think like in the heights or some other like uh vita like there's like a show and yeah she is so beautiful and like attractive and like i don't know if she's really the best actor because i'm not really like focusing on that and i'm not ashamed to admit that so i say that to say like she's the main character in scream so, so I think I had a bias and I, I liked it a little more than Houston just because she was like the main character. Um, so I'm going to kind of try and be like objective and take that aside because it was like the, the, even though there was parts of the movies that I thought were dog shit and made no sense. It was like I still walked away being satisfied because I'm like, oh, that one girl that's like really hot was in it. And I know that sounds really I don't know. I don't think it's misogynistic, really. Right. No. Is it? <laughs> I think it's more just like <laughs> I you know what I don't know if that counts as misogyny maybe it does it's more like admiration I guess yeah I wouldn't call it that no. either it's like somewhere in the I'm a piece of shit guys you, if you listen to the first episode you know that but um <laughs> no I'm just saying that to say like you know if I didn't like if it was just like a male actor like some guy named Scott or something I probably wouldn't I would probably have much more negative opinion about the movie but this is what I think they did some things right. Like one of the big things they did do right is they did a lot of really good misdirection. Like, you know, and guys, I'm just going to say this. If we give anything away in this episode about the movie and you haven't seen it, you know, that's your fucking problem. Well, hold on, hold on. Wait, let's not do spoilers. I'm no, here. Okay. Come on, we're I won't do spoilers, but I'm just saying if you hear any pieces and, you know, little tidbits that give anything away, you know. We can't just be completely tight-lipped. You shouldn't listen to this episode unless you've seen it first. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, let's hold on. Let's hold on. I, for one, care a lot when someone spoils a movie for me. If you're really interested in Scream and you want to avoid spoilers, maybe you shouldn't listen to this. But also, at the other hand, let's not go spoiler, spoilerific. You not know. trying to I, um, put you out, your business out there, but aren't you like the king of spoilers? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. All right. I am not the king of spoilers. Okay. No. I know what you're talking about, and I'm not the king of spoilers because I give everyone a chance who sees those to log off. So that's that's their fault. And also, that, that sounds very vague. I'm sorry. All right. I won't fucking... I won't boil it. Okay, bro? Okay. All right. I won't talk about any Russian bunkers, okay? Just chill. All right. Just, just relax. Not, you can still... This is a spoiler-free breakdown of the movie. A spoiler-free-ish as we can get. We'll talk about elephants of the movie... Elephants. We'll talk about elements of the movie... We're not going to talk about specific plot points no. or characters, whatever that happens. For sure. Yeah. But anyway, so this is what I thought. They did some really good misdirection. Like, you know, they really played up like, you know, and it's like in a horror movie like that where it's kind of like there's this mystery, like someone among us is the killer or whatever. Any movie like that, you always kind of know like, okay, they're going to play up this person. They're going to make you think it's them. They're going to like kind of give these clues. They're going to direct the narrative at that person. And once you've seen a lot of those types of movies, it's kind of somewhat predictable and you know all right this is a setup it's not them it's always who you least expect and i think they did that good because they actually misdirected you towards somebody and then later on they redirected you back towards them but because they did it so quick you kind of just overlooked them and i won't say to elaborate too much on that but they did a really good job with that <sighs> oh man some fucking things about this movie though that really pissed me off like, <laughs> for hmm. one, I won't give away who it is, but I have to give this away just to sh shed my frustration, I guess. What? Like, one of the killers ends up being a, not a really big person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. a little. Yeah, no. I'll just say it's a woman and not a very big one. Yeah. Yeah. And this, when you think, when you find out she's 
the killer killers, whatever. I won't say too much about that. Mm-hmm. And then you just think back to some of the scenes, like she's just like manhandling like some fucking linebacker and like some giant like cop guy who's like six fucking three. You're like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like that, she would get bodied by those people. Like nothing. They would punt her out the window. <laughs> when you can yeah. scream falling 20 feet eating shit to your death like no it's not gonna happen yeah no dude no i know exactly what you're talking about now that pissed me off too i mean that's on that's on the that's one of the things that don't make sense about the movie too like it just doesn't add up there's a couple things that just don't add up like mathematically speaking by the end of the movie too and i was able to guess one of the two killers like you know we were in the theater i was like i bet it's this person and i, I was right half for help for was why i was wrong about the other one but at the very beginning i was like it's that person and the whole movie's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And then the very end's like, ha, ha, You know, turned to the camera. I was like, I, was like, I knew it. Like, <laughs> like, there was like, what, eight people in the theater? I was like, I knew it. Like, so, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, yeah. he was very adamant about that. And you know what else, guys? He was literally, we were in the car afterwards, like, talking about the movie for a minute. Because that's kind of what we do when we see movies. And, like, he literally, he gets on this impassioned, pointing his finger down, finger protruding down. As hard as he can. They can't see you pointing your finger. Yeah, they can't. Just imagine I'm pointing down really hard. Like, I'm really serious. But he, the one thing this guy hated the most, and I'll let him explain more, like, elaborate. But this guy was, like, yelling. He was, like, yelling in the car. He's like, I hate when movies talk about the movie in the movie. And that was what this movie, like, 90% of it was. What did you say? It was, like, well... The metroness or something? What's well, the word you use? Well, hold on. The it's, metroness? It sucked because, you know, there's like a trend out there, audience. I know you can't see but follow me here. There's a trend out there where if you acknowledge your own mistakes in a movie or a franchise or show, whatever, and you say, oh, we know we do this trope and we know this thing. And like just the fact that you addressed it makes it okay for you to do it. I hate that you know when action goes like oh like we're not gonna kill the black person movie because like oh the black person always does first and then they kill the black person movie like oh so the black person like they make you know when someone pokes fun of themselves for tropes and they still do the tropes to to no end that pisses me off because in in this movie there's a scene if you see this movie you'll know what scene i'm talking about where there's one character who like the character from the first movie goes on a tangent about how scream works and i just i was just sitting there in the theater just like just Shut up, cause like it'd be so <laughs> simple. Just just play. You know, the movies is trying to, it's trying to, it's trying to beat you to the punch. It's like oh, this is the thing. This is the problem with scary movies. Scary movies do this. Killer is this person. Like like as if we're not watching it. And they, they, like I don't know what they thought <laughs> that we were all scream fans in there. I mean, I always seen this first scream. Full disclosure, I don't care about the rest, and neither does anyone else. But the whole movie was like, all oh, the true Scream friends do this. And even at the end, it was a huge rant about how Scream fans deserve this and deserve that. And the whole movie was like a like a terrible love letter to Scream. I could, I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. It is, I lost it in the car, and I get, I, and I don't know. I that's what annoyed me the most about it. It's, just, it's the meta ness. It's the meta. And when Deadpool does something meta, you know, for instance, it's like they break the fourth wall. They make a joke. They acknowledge there's an audience. They move on. This movie took dynamite to the wall, built it back up, broke it again, put it back up, kicked its foot through it, threw the bricks in your face, tried to build it back up, and then broke it again. It's it's like 16 walls to break. It sucked. And for, for sure. that reason, it sucked. The movie sucked for that meta, just that meta reason. And I like, just... Sorry to cut you off, Houston. I just wish you could see how mad this guy was, like, right now. He, like, he just said, shut up. He was in the car, and he was like, just shut up. 
Like he was like shouting. He was like, shut up. He was so pointed. He was like, shut up. Uh, I'm, I'm removed right now. I'm I'm okay. I wish we'd yeah recorded the episode in the car, but <laughs> it probably would have just been a bunch of angry nonsense on it both sides. Would have sounded terrible. No, I'm I'm more removed. And then, you know what's funny? I don't even care about Scream, at least not that much. It's not my favorite horror movie franchise at all. It's so far down the list. I liked it for that. You know, the people are real. Like the killer is a person who can die, and it's usually about the twist more than it is about the kills. And that's what made Scream funny. And it acknowledges all the horror movie tropes, especially in the first Scream where they kill out the main character. And you're like, oh, they're doing something new. Like that's what made Scream original. Is its ability to be a yeah. horror movie within a horror movie. And this movie is a horror movie within a horror movie. We know as you're watching the horror movie to acknowledge a horror movie yeah. that you're in watching because it's. A, they kind of like Tropic no. Thunder did, if you think about Tropic it. Tropic Thunder was way better. Well, Tropic Thunder is ten times better, and it's like a very different kind of movie. But Are you kidding Tropic me? Thunder is a movie about a movie. This was a movie about a series of movies, and then in the movie is a like a boot shift. What the fuck did they call it? Like slash house or something they had some bootleg name for what scream was supposed to be in the movie oh yeah yeah they did a stab yeah they called stab now, here's a here's a minor a spoiler for name, you bro a minor spoiler they call the scream franchise stab in the movie and they refer to the stab one stab two stab three yeah. and they and like they just they they it's like a snake that eats its own tail and you know spoilers from Matrix Revolutions because they do the exact oh, that same movie thing, dick, dude. bro. It's a bunch of uh, the movie was th- trash, things are dude. different. You're, they're the same. Like like I'm this like this one yeah, guy. Bro. Like he's like, oh, we know that. What do people think when they think of the Matrix? They think of bullet time, mind fuckery. You know like the same I like thing. That voice. Like they always like they talk about itself. You know when it gets so self involved in what it thinks it is and its own expectations, it can't go anywhere. You limit yourself where you're trying to always repeat or better yourself like the matrix is like they're like oh we the matrix 4 shouldn't exist but our studio warner brothers literally this is in the trailer i think our studio warner brothers was gonna make a matrix 4 with or without us like what the we all know that in life warner Brothers is gonna make it without the wachowski brothers sisters whatever we all knew that that was gonna happen so the the fact that they think that they can reference it that makes it okay is not okay that that's what's you know what i think you know what i think with matrix they fucking they did this whole thing where fucking Neon is supposed to be this old, washed-up fuck who, like, he can't do anything, dude. He's just getting, like, his... And I don't care if I spoil That movie's been out for, like, over a month. If I spoil, no, spoil it, you had, your, you had your chance. Also, it's not worth it. Scream yeah, is more trash. worth it, almost. And they had their chance. They've had a month to go see that. Yeah, dude, honestly, Scream, I yeah. had more fun tearing that apart and laughing. And at least the st- the kills were more interesting. Which sounds a little bit statistic, but you know you've seen Scream. Like, is that was more fun to watch yeah. than Matrix? May like because there's screen, hot chicks in Scream. You, <laughs> you're right. Actually, though, you're right. You can lose there's eye candy and like you can at least say Scream is a popcorn turn off your brain movie. Which I don't yeah. like saying that a lot, but those movies exist. They're for some people. But you know what the Matrix? Matrix yeah. Well, oh, you sorry, go first. You, up, you go first with the Matrix, and we won't talk about the Matrix too much longer. But fucking Neon is just this old washed up bum getting. He's like getting. <laughs> Slapped around by furniture salesmen like half the movie. Like, he can't do shit. He can't jump. He's just like an old washed up has-been. Well, he does some things. He does a few things, but the whole movie is him pretty much just like, he's just like the bitch to like whatever. Not even Smith now, whoever the fuck is in charge. I don't even know. It was a terrible movie. Well, it was Smith, but it was a different face. It wasn't Hugo Weaving. It wasn't the Smith we know. It was a different Smith, a different face. Anyway, before, sorry to... But, like, with Scream, too, like what you're saying, like, some of the kill scenes were bloody as fuck, and I did enjoy that. And I don't want to give it away, but 
There is a scene where the main actress kills somebody and she's like stabbing them so fucking hard, like just like gutting them to death. And it's kind of hot. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> it's a weird thing to say. I'll no, admit it. This it was, weirdo it kinda... <laughs> in the movie theater. <laughs> this, this weirdo in the movie theater. So he turns to me. He's like, that's hot. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. Not to shame you, but yes, to shame you. Like, that's not something. I don't get it, man. She was stabbing someone. Like, she, like especially if you're the one being stabbed, especially if you're in the position of she's on top of you stabbing you. I don't want her to stab me. I just thought it was hot. Like, <laughs> And if I, okay, let me say this, guys. If I saw, even if it was a chick that I was really attracted to, stabbing somebody to death. I wouldn't be thinking about how hot it was in real life. I would probably be like, okay, I'm calling like 911 or I'm going to stop this bitch. But <laughs> in the movie, like just when you know the context of who this fuck is, this like dorky fuck that she's killing. And it's not the it's not the scream. So I'm not giving anything away. But you know the context. Like it's pretty fucking hot. She's like covered in his blood. And she does drop this really corny line. It was a bad line. It was pretty corny. It was a bad line. The action was cool, but then she had that she had she kind of ruined it, which just didn't hit. And that's why you don't take sandwiches on the car washes. Like it was something that it was something ridiculous. You that know, was like, not even close to what she said, but yeah, it was, it was, it was just as bad as it that. was just as clunky. Yeah. It was like a sentence. And know, they like, thought that was like some hard line, like that was like a mic drop moment. Yeah, it did not hit. But I mean, it it was still hot. I'll say that. And there were like fifteen of those lines, by the way. Everyone got a kill line of like. That's right, or Happy Halloween. See you, see you next fall. You know, one yeah. of those terrible, I just killed you lines. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them were just really dumb. Like, you know, the classic ones, like, shit the fuck up. You know, they have those ones that I think those are pretty lazy. Yeah. You yeah. know what the thing is, too? Like, one of the biggest things I can't get past is, like, once you know who the fuck, like, the dudes in the, like, who got their costumes from Spirit Halloween are, and you look back at all the kills earlier... It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, how the fuck are these dorks, like, killing some stacked-ass cop who's, like, 6'3", and then fucking, they're killing, like, like oh, ripped-up jocks. You know, you're not and, supposed like, to think about it. Remember that hospital that had, like, six employees in it? Yeah, six <laughs> employees. And this fucking, and I'm not giving too much away because this is the beginning, but this girl, it all starts with this girl getting stabbed, but she survives and she's in the hospital. That's not giving it. You'll find that out. Yeah, how does she even live either? She should be dead. Yeah, and she even, bro, she was like mopping the floor with one of those fuckers in the beginning. Like mm -hmm. she was slapping them around like a little bitch. Oh, you know, another thing too, yeah. another thing too, while we're, real quick, before I forget this, they're human. You know, in different movies, uh, especially like in the Halloween franchise, Jason, whatever, Friday the 13th franchise, the killer is like near invulnerable. They're like supernatural almost. Yeah. You know, like you, if you kill them, you better make sure you explode them. You know, burn them alive. Get their head in a fork. You know, like you need to do something extra. They right. don't die. Scream. Yeah. They have human uh, killers. They've had human killers ever. You know, since they may be like tricky, you know, and smart, but they're always human. And when you kill them, they're dead. They're gone. And like in this movie, they're like, oh, you better double tap them. Like they're zombies. Like what? No, they're dead. Just, yeah. They really like, played that up too. They did. They really said it like, like it was something, which it shouldn't be. This they're isn't the they're human. Conjuring. This isn't Frank Cougar. This is not, not Freddy Krueger. No. Oh, it was like Freddy Krueger. No, nah, it's like it, it's, it's a human. And Michael Myers, for the record, should be human. He's supposed to be human, but he does some inhuman isn't stuff. That a comedian? That's the guy from uh, Goldbanger, right? Your, your Aaron Powers? No, Austin Powers, Mike Myers. Right, I'm talking about yeah. Michael Myers. Oh yeah, the character From Halloween. Yeah, Michael Myers. Yeah, no, he's supposed to be human. He does some stupid stuff too. Like, he's, isn't he supposed to be a man? And like, you know, he lives. 
But that's he gets a pass, I guess, because that's what know, he's known dude. for. All I know is that dude. He's like, he's like the OG like creeper, just like creeping on women, like staring at him from down the street. He like started a whole fucking generation of weirdo like incel guys who do that <laughs> shit. He's their like avatar, honestly, as far as I'm concerned. That's a whole other story. You know, this is the thing too, Houston. One thing I kind of liked. They really played up the main character and like this dark past she has, and I won't give too much away about that. That she's got, uh, we'll just say she's got some daddy issues, which you know yeah. is also was also hot. But, How is that? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Don't don't elaborate. But they played that up well, but then it just doesn't really go anywhere because she doesn't become like it's like all right, this this chick is like kind of psycho. She's like fucked up in the head, and that's cool. We're all fucked up. I mean, look at me, dude. Look, I was I was drugged in Panama, bro. We all got our shit. You know, I thought I lived in a bunker for a while. So, you know, we, we, we all would go through shit, you know. But she's supposed to be, like, fucked up, right? But she's just too normal most of the movie, and they just kind of bring it up as this, like, tidbit. They really should have played it up. It Like, and honestly, I thought it should have been her. If they'd made her the killer, that would have been a crazy twist. But no. it also just wouldn't make any sense because then, like, well, who's attacking her? Like, so that wouldn't have really worked. But I think, like... Anything that went into a good direction here, it was like one step forward, two steps back. Like, okay, that's cool. Make her like kind of psycho. Make her have this really dark past. But then they like, they don't really double down on it. It's like, if you're going to play that narrative, go all in. I want this bitch drinking people's blood, like slitting random people's throats. I want her to be just as fucking, I want her to be like, Han, 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 Han. I want her to go full Takashi on him, bro. Like, Han, Han, Han. But she doesn't. Till the end. She doesn't end. Well, I mean, okay, there's a bunch of things you said, but, like, at the end, they do try to do a reconciliation thing where, you know, she sees her father in the rear view, and he's like, I'm proud of you. You know, there's that. Oh, that was really. really, She sees her, like, kill her father in the rear view, and she's like. Never mind. uh, You'll see. I didn't say too much, though. But because she's, like, schizophrenic is, like, what they kind of allude to. She's, like, on antipsychotics, you know, and stuff. And then she sees him in the mirror, and he kind of gives her the nod, like "You did good." Like that's, and I think I leaned over to him, and I'm like, "That's my daughter." That's that's what the movie was saying, almost is like, "Oh, yeah. you're so proud of her because like she embraced." Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. But another thing, about quick about the movie's pacing too, like because this isn't just a meta issue or a character issue, but like the. What pay- are you promoting, fucking? Uh- Mark Zuckerberg's Zuckerberg? Yeah, you're promoting his shit, or what are you? Are you down with VR, bro? Are, are you, you down with the metaverse? What are you I'm not ta- down with that shit. What bro. are you talking about? I said pacing. I said real quick about the pacing. You just keep saying meta, bro. What are you plugging for meta? Are you being paid by meta? Bro? No, no. I, I might know. do. Just, I might do a little off. That's a different episode. I might do some. I might, anyway, I might talk about that later. I'll let you get back to what you were saying. No, I was gonna say the pacing of the movie is really um awful. They'll be walking down the street, right? Or like they're walking and they're talking. Something's happening, and then suddenly. Something dramatic happens, like character sees another character, and he's like, don't go in there. She's like, I haven't seen you in years. And they start having a really dramatic moment of, I thought you didn't talk to me. Like, oh, because we had a relationship seven, four, 15 years ago? I thought you didn't care. I told you I cared. Like, And they'll start talking like as if yeah. you entered a AMC show. You're like, what's going on it, here? Like, it definitely no. had soap opera vibes. CW. Actually, I'll say, yeah, soap, soap yeah. opera CW-ish vibes where they just get into a very... Emo- like a huge emotion bubble and you almost forget you're watching a killer movie you're like what or what happened remember, here yeah. you remember how the fucking cop lady is arguing with the main character she's like you're a fucking whore you were a whore you did all this bad stuff when you were a kid what are you doing back here and it's like like her her sister just got like stabbed half to death like who <gasps> oh, who on yeah. earth would be talking to someone like that even if they didn't like them or they thought they were a 
like a bad person who would be talking to you like that while you're visiting your like half dead sister in the hospital like there's just so much that just like didn't make sense and yeah like and we never that character doesn't even come back she doesn't die she doesn't have any important role the cop that said that just, does, yeah. just leaves the story just there for exposition i don't know man there's just you know what i think too is like and i will agree with you on the metroness of it and all that stuff because like <laughs> like you can't you can like make homage to that this is a series this is a movie with a lot of history um and you don't have to necessarily avoid that i think there's like moments to kind of make those references and stuff yeah but when you make 90 percent of the movie plot just based on that there's literally a character and she's not even a super important character her whole thing is she's like the expert remember and she's like this is what's gonna happen next guys it's and her. And she's the, kind of a she's the, kind of a scumbag too. Sorry to cut you off, Houston. Uh, no, no, I, I really want to just real quick. Okay. There's remember that scene where she's sitting on the couch and she's watching Stab. You know our version of Scream, and then she's she's seeing a scene and she's like, "Move, dummy! He's behind you!" Like she's yelling at the screen. You well, know, so she's watching a movie. Yeah, she's watching a movie, uh, but that's that's satir- satirizing movies with her satirizing it while we're looking at her in the theater, and I just couldn't. It just, I was just too, it was, I was done. It was corny. And you saw it coming 10 miles, 10 miles away. You're like, watch him walk up behind her. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, bro, this is what it was. It was way too contrived, right? Like, they could have done that in some kind of clever way, but it was just so, like, formulaic that it just didn't have any sting. And, you know, honestly, the expert bitch that he's talking about... (laughs) I'm not just I'm not saying that because like she's a woman. I'm saying because she was a bitch. She was like, huh, probably dead. Like she just like kind of scoffed about everyone else dying around her. And then, oh, fucking look, look what happens to you, bitch. So she was just kind of had an attitude the whole movie. And she was just kind of a just kind of. Yeah, not she's just not very empathetic. She for the like, re- oh, I hope she, I hope they died. For the record, I thought she was more attractive than the main girl, though. I can see that she was pretty attractive for too. the for the record. Since you brought that up, I, I don't agree, but I, I they were both. She was also attractive. I thought she was more attractive than the, than the main chick. I mean, that the main that the main chick wasn't. She just reminded me of someone I knew in life a lot. And I was like, I, I can yeah, almost just see that, that person. Like, is that, <laughs> is that so and so? I mean, I guess you can, and it won't matter. But it doesn't matter. They don't even know. It's just a friend of ours that no one else, and who listens to this would even really. Know. Yeah, I guess so. I was like, outside of our friend, that really looks like her. You know, I was like, and you're like, no, I don't see it. Like, it. I, I practically see her in that role. But yeah. Eh, I don't know. I mean, but that's the thing, though. When that expert chick gets slashed up, you just like you don't really feel bad for her because she's kind of just clowning everyone else who's died the whole movie. So it's like when it happens to her, like there's just not really this like shock and awe or suspense. It's kind of like, well, I mean, you were kind of like asking for this the whole movie. You were kind of calling it on you, like being like, oh, everyone else is dumb. I'm the only one who knows how to survive this. And it's like, oh. When it happens, it just didn't have any shock to it. And you know what I think, too? It's like there's a whole segment like where when the killers are revealed where they're not even scream anymore. They're just like, all right, it's over. Han, han, han. <laughs> Pull out the blicky. Yeah. And I think like the, the moral of the story is like dudes suck. Like it felt. Do you feel that, too? Like in the movie, it's like never trust a man. I don't know. I feel like that was a kind point. of. I don't know. Because like. Most of them died. Is <laughs> ever like one of them? I mean, oh, I don't like, know geez. if there was like too much, like to a degree. I think it's kind of like this thing, like where no, nah, because like I don't see it that way. Because like think 
most of the dudes who like try and help her throughout the movie are like like you know like the one guy from the old movies i don't want to say who okay he's an exception but look what happened to him yeah he gets mopped up by some like 14 year old girl you're spoiling so much no i didn't say a whole lot okay i didn't say a whole lot (laughs) just when you know who the killers are you'll be like these fucking dorks are taking out linebackers he was a legacy character so he he doesn't got some dude in a mustang who was like a like a like Pretty much, he seemed like a serial killer, so it just didn't make sense. I'm just saying, either the other male characters were either useless or terrible. Like, one of the two. Yeah, I thought one of the people who ends up being the killer is like they could have done without, because it's like, I get like misdirecting and it has to be the person you don't even think of, but if it's also a character that's so irrelevant and you don't develop them at all, which was one of the killers, and I won't say who, one killer was really developed in the storyline, so... It does have some suspense, especially because there's a lot of like push and pull where they make you think it's the person and then they kind of don't and then they bring it back and blah, blah, blah. And but the other person was just like irrelevant, like they had like no relevance to the movie. So it's like, yeah, I didn't expect it to be them. But then when it also becomes apparent that it is them, it just doesn't really matter. You're like, well, yeah, I mean, they're just like this random person. Like it, it, there's no shock to it because they didn't play this person up not to be the killer. Yeah, and, they're just like a stand-in. And half the fun with Scream Two is figuring out who the killer is. It's kind of yeah. like you know, Murder on the Whatever Express. You know, it's like you go there half knowing you have. There's a pool of people you guess from. Like one of these guys killed the other. You got to figure it out. That's that's part of the fun of Scream. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I think another thing too, like with the meta-ness too, like what I, I forgot to mention earlier, like. They paid so much homage to the old movie that it just felt like when you do that in excess, you're just framing the movie and putting these parameters on it that it can only be a spinoff. It cannot be anything else like a real, real good remake or extension of a trilogy or a series. It has it's completely its own thing. Maybe there's homage that this is a series. But when you frame the entire narrative of this new addition to the series off of all the other movies before it yeah all the same characters it's like the same shit different day that movie just doesn't have room to, it's like i'll put it this way i love drake like drake's probably one of my favorite artists and I'll, as i mean a lot of people like drake that's not that crazy but it's like drake drake could make a great song right it could be a great song but he has like a million 10 20 similar songs that are also great and more original because it wasn't the same thing being done over and over again like I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, Passion Fruit is a great song, but Drake has a bunch of songs like that that are better. Like, there's always, like, it's just a passably quality enough version of something before it that was better. It's like, if you just keep reiterating the same thing, you don't, it can't be its own thing. You know what I mean? It doesn't have its own life. It doesn't have its own identity, you know? That's one thing, like, they could have taken the Kanye approach where every scream is, like, different. But they didn't really do it. Like this one was just basically, let's just take all the main talking points, the main narratives from all these movies and just regurgitate them. Yeah. And put a hot chick in it. I mean, there's hot chicks in other ones, but. Yeah, dude, no, I couldn't have put it better myself. No, you hit the nail on the head with that one. It's the requel is what they call it, too. Within itself, it referenced what a requel was in five minutes explaining it. Yeah. And it was the most obnoxious thing that it's I've seen in a while. Just lazy writing. It's just lazy writing. Anyone could do that. Like, if you write a story like that lazily, no matter who is in it, like, you know, like you could have Tom Hanks in it. You could have like Will Smith. You could have uh, DiCaprio. Like, you could have Brent Pitt. Like, any of these crazy good actors. 
but it's just kind of like you could have Zendaya, like you could have all these people in it, and if that's the writing, it's just not going to be good. It doesn't matter who's in it, yeah. and you know some of the acting in it was pretty cheesy. I thought the main character had her moments. Again, like I said, it probably comes from a place of bias. Like if it was like a person I didn't find that attractive, no offense, I probably wouldn't have thought their <laughs> acting was that good. So I'm probably just being biased. But well, you know that's how life works, actually. So like, I mean, true. people give each other guff for that, but attractive people do get more attention than unattractive people. Unfortunately, that's how people are built. But I was gonna say this real quick because like you brought up something, you know. A lot of people talk about Marvel fatigue and not to go off into a tangent, but you know, everyone's like, oh, Marvel movies are the same. Marvel movies are boring. Like, you know, the way they, yeah, like some present company, but you know, the way Marvel keeps, you know, people coming back because they would have hit their, you know, they, they constantly reference themselves, you know, they're their own universe, but the way to keep people involved and interested is by change. They personally change directors every movie. Very rarely do they actually keep the same director. Like for the big movies, they'll take on, you know, those, uh, who made all those brothers god uh what the safety uh, brothers oh god what are their names they brought in these brothers to do infinity war and endgame i can't remember then they also had josh whedon do the first and second avengers and yeah they have like certain people do certain properties like taika watiti does the thor movies doesn't now. what's his face do a lot of the marvel movies john favor too john favreau's the yeah. director head marvel he does the shows for star wars yeah. and he does he's like the head of marvel and on a side note not to throw you off your um yeah. You know, your train of thought, but it always blows my mind that that guy directs all these movies because like any movie he, he's in, he's just like this, like out of shape, kind of like comic relief character. He's yeah. not a bad actor. He's a good actor and he's pretty funny, but like he's never in movies where would you would think he's like has that kind of capacity. Yeah. So no. when you realize he's directed like all the Iron Mans and shit, which is probably one of the only Marvel movies I really like. It's just kind of surprising. Yeah, no, that's what makes him great, too. Like he doesn't write himself a superhero like Adam Sandler. He just, he kind of just, you know, he's there. He doesn't, the focus is on the story. You know, it shows that he's like, he's a quiet genius, you know, in that way. I respect that. And uh, I'm just going to say Marvel, you know, they, they shake up their box. So you don't get bored. Sometimes they shake it too much and you get Eternals. But other times you get, uh, you know, they shake it up just enough where you get Shang-Chi's and like enough stuff is different, but enough stuff is the yeah, same. You know, so it feels like it's in the same universe. Shang-Chi you know? was actually one of my, like, Shang-Chi. that's what I said. Favorite. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. You know? It had Equifina. It had the guy from uh, Kim's Convenience, which was like a Canadian uh, family uh, show about this like South Korean family that's you know they're like uh, first generation Canadian. That was a really funny show. And the guy from Shing Chan was the main character in that show, so I already knew he was a good actor. So I will give Marvel credit for that, but I actually more give the actors credit actually, so I can just not acknowledge that they did a good job. Yeah. Also, Shang-Chi and Black Panther and like a bunch of their standalone movies can stand alone. <clears throat> it's really when you turn on like Endgame or Infinity War where you have to have seen a bunch of them. Otherwise, movies stand alone, which is great. That's Marvel has a perfect formula going on for yeah. that. So I'm just saying if you're going to you, you can recognize the mistakes and the and the rewards the, of the past accolades or whatever. But as long as you're still different, maybe you don't have to be too different because like I said, you can mess that up if you're just radically different. It's unrecognizable. But yeah. But you just can't just bet on meta-ness saving you, especially no. for Matrix. You, you know don't need thing? to exist, don't exist. Like Matrix, that did not need to be exist. And by the way, Keanu, real quick, did a great job. He was still Keanu Reeves is not the movie's fault. No, bro, Keanu Reeves is good in anything. He's yeah, doing. no, it's not Keanu, Keanu Reeves yeah. in fucking uh, in Josh Wick. Keanu Reeves fucking kills John it. Wick. In John Wick, Keanu Reeves fucking yes. kills it. Those <laughs> movies are lit. Like those movies are so lit. Like, yeah. 
it makes me want to like just like start like fighting people on rooftops and stuff and like i don't know those the cinematography the choreography the martial arts sequences and that are just impressive but that's a whole other story yeah. you know one thing you're saying too like with scream when you keep talking about the meta-ness if you think about it like so much of the new movie is this girl fine as she is having <laughs> other people kind of like rescue her from her shit whereas in the old movies these characters that are saving the new girl in this movie they're having to figure it out all on their own there's no one helping them there's not this fucking scream dream team like you know coming to give her a master class on what needs to be done and this one that's like the 90 percent of the movie is like all these people who have been through the scream bullshit some dork in a halloween costume from spirit the halloween store you can a little kid can go buy for 25 dollars with like a little kitchen knife yeah and like target there's literally that scene she's like well who am i supposed to be the main character and they all look at her and they go yes because like it's it's so stupid when like could you imagine if spider-man for instance was like who am i supposed to be some kind of man spider man person like like you don't just be (laughs) spider-man you don't just just be the main character which shut up and do your job you know it's It's like coming back well this is pissed me off just shut up just just, we'll judge you okay you don't have to judge yourself pre you know, early That's just, to, just to get yourself out of the way, just thinking that digs a hole for you of some yeah. mercy. No, just <laughs> we'll judge you. Be it, good, be bad, be a movie. You can reference it once, twice, but if you if you talk about it one more time. I will reach to the screen and slap all of you. I like that's why I felt there. So it turned from scream to slap. It pissed me off. That pissed me off. But that's why I didn't like. It was fun to yell about it, but I hated it. <laughs> oh, guys, I wish you could. I wish we had the audio from that. It was hilarious. I wish we could just clip that in at the end. God. But now it's like the thing too is like you're saying makes a lot of sense because like it's not like in Batman. There's like ten different Batmans. You're like, oh, I've been through this whole Batman shit before. Let me show you how it's done. And then like half the movie is those Batmans cleaning up the new batman's mess yeah and like sometimes you know into the spider-verse had you know they had multiple spider-men and they were teaching him but yeah. it was like more it was a mentorship way it made sense you know it was like the way they, they straight up did the mentor relationship because they the, here's yeah. the big difference the pivotal difference in that houston yeah, yeah yeah they needed him just as much as he needed them because they were in a completely different universe that they didn't even know right so there's like this give and take in scream it's like they're just like they feel all oh, this poor girl doesn't she's gonna get killed so the whole movie is them just basically like saving her ass. And like that's a whole thing too I say with like they play up this her dark past. So she's got this serial killer father thing. She's like broken, you know. She's got daddy issues. She's a mess. And her mom is gone. She's a hot mess. But <laughs> her mom is gone. That's another thing, bro. Where the <laughs> fuck was the mom the whole movie? Who are you asking? Like, she's in Where London. Where the fuck was the mom? There's literally one line where they say, where's mom? Like, oh, she's in London, but she called. Yeah. And that's it. What, <laughs> that's kind, of, what kind of bitch leaves her 14-year-old daughter alone in a house, and then that daughter gets slashed up, is in a hospital, and then her, like, drug addict, whore daughter comes back out of nowhere. <laughs> she's not a whore. I'm just being extreme. But comes back and she's the only one there and this girl's like works at a bowling alley and like has all these problems she's like completely like her life's not together the main character which bro is attractive bro just not fitting to the (laughs) line that's that's where troubling but bro honestly they uh they was like dude both her daughters if you think about it were in trouble both her daughters had attempted stabbings on their life wouldn't she be on the first flight home seriously both your daughters are gonna die you need to get your ass down there. You're just you're, this bitch is just out in London getting this British dick. <laughs> Dude, this, and there's like a good four or five, maybe it's a week. I don't know. 
with with him this killer trying to get them all so you can't tell me she didn't have time to go down there yeah the whole like, time she's just getting fucked by some guy named richie and from essex well i don't know what you're talking that wasn't late that's not in the movie but okay yeah like well, i'm it, just saying this she's supposed to just be in london what do you think she's doing she's partying in london i don't know who, who goes to london to party i, I guess her, one. her job and the parties are more important yeah, who but goes she to party in london dude, even at the yeah london sucks they it don't really even does. have guns it like sucks. nothing what? london sucks it's yeah. overpriced it's a gloomy new york it the sucks food is dog shit it sucks but it, yeah but like she doesn't even show up at the end like either no, no mention one line yeah it's like they don't have a mom there's just it and you know that's the thing with the movie it's like the plot holes aren't even necessarily holes in the plot it's just when you think of how a movie or a, a story like this would transpire there's just holes in common sense yeah, and the movie the movie prides itself on having common sense was it makes it extra stupid because it yeah. tries to be meta like we're yeah. real this is Let's real life we understand the mistakes of horror movies and they fall in the same exact traps you can't be smart and be stupid like that and, not, and be ask me to take you seriously i mean again that's what makes a movie a popcorn movie because okay. if you think about it it sucks if you don't think about it you can accept yeah. the reality given to you stupid as it is let me ask you a question yeah so do you think if you had to equate blame, would you say that it was more the writing that sucked or the acting, the <clears throat> actors? Because there are some decent actors in it. I think no matter who they gave that, you know, the one yes. woman, the one like, they gave all that line to the whole meta part, like yeah. when she's talking about the thing. I think no matter who they gave that to, if they had to play that role, probably wouldn't have done a good job. That's a very hard thing to make good. That yeah. the, what she had to say and do was very stupid. Yeah. You could have given that to Angela Bassett and she would have been flopping on that. Yeah, dude, I can't... I honestly can't imagine someone doing that justice. So I think that's more of a writing problem. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, and no one else did particularly a bad job. I mean, they weren't good. Like, they weren't, you know... No one there was, like, had a real acting moment or acting chops. There wasn't anyone who I believed genuinely for a second. But they all did... You know, they all did good enough. They were all mediocre. No one did... I didn't look at one of them and said, well, they can't act. You know, like, they had decent actors in there, you know? You know, honestly, I think with this movie, you know what I think it was for a lot of these actors? Hmm. So, for uh, Melissa Barrera, I think it was, like, this was, like, okay. She was in that musical, In the Heights, right? So, I guess that's a pretty big movie. That's, like, a big role. Yeah. And I think she was the main character. I don't remember. Didn't see it. A main character. She had a main role. So that was like a big look, big box office movie. And I don't know I don't know if it did that well, but that's like a big look, right? Didn't do that well. And then for her, it was like, okay, they give her this opportunity, right, to be the main character in this big horror franchise that's yeah. been around for, what, 30 years? A long 25? time. I, I don't know, but a long yeah. time. So they give her this role. For her, it's like, okay, she's young, like in her career. She's going to show up wide-eyed, be like, oh, my God, like this is crazy. I can't believe I'm in this movie and I'm the lead. No matter, like, and I'm sure she got a fat bag for that. Like, no doubt she got a, a good paycheck for that. Yeah. She's just going to kind of go with what they tell her. Like, if she was more established and she'd already been in the series, she had more bragging rights, she had more acclaim to her resume, I guess you could say, to her filmography, then maybe she would have a little more, like, pushback to give on certain things. Because I'm sure, like, that one line we were clowning her for saying, I'm sure, like, 20 years from now, if they were to ask her to say the same line, she'd be like, don't you know who the fuck I am? Like, I'm not doing that. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully. And, you know what I think, too, for the actors they brought back? Like, uh, Corey Cox and... Yeah. I don't know the main chick from the first one, but she was brought back as well. Yeah. I saw this, like, little interview, and I saw it after the movie. They didn't even remember, like, anything about the movie at all. So that just shows me, all right, these ladies are, like, far into their career. They're over this scream shit. 
So they're like, oh, you're going to give me how much to come back and just reprise a role I've already done like four times? Easy money. I don't even need to read the notes, nothing. I'll just show up on set, yeah. body that shit, one take. Yeah. That's how both of them, because they're like OGs. Like they've, like they've been actresses for a long time. Yeah. And so after the interview, it became very apparent, okay, this chick is young. She's really eager. She's trying to prove herself. So she's gonna not. She's not gonna show up on the set of a movie like that, and start barking orders and tell them how she's gonna do certain scenes and what she's gonna say and like not say. She's gonna just kind of go with it, right? Because it's like a big opportunity for her. And that was very evident in this interview I saw of her and then the other two chicks that have been in all the screams who are really well known actresses. And then them two, they, those two, they were like, they're just kind of like they didn't even remember like certain points about the movie. And then the new chick had to remind them what happened. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And that just became evident to me that this was just a paycheck for them. They don't give a shit about this new Scream movie. <laughs> they're, like, they'd wipe their ass with it. Like, they probably didn't even watch it when it came out. Like, I highly doubt they even went and saw it. It's like, do you think they even rewatched it yeah. before they started filming? Like, just to refresh? Probably not. I yeah. mean, I, if I got cast in Scream, which that'd be cool, you know? Like, I'd probably rewatch the Screams just to know what I'm getting into. But you're like, thinking of it. That's, here's yeah. the thing, Houston. You're... and. Correct me if I'm wrong. You've never been an actor at this point. I think nah. me and Houston have talked. We're going to move on to movies at some point for sure. Possibly. Yeah, hopefully. But you're saying that from this perspective of having not done it. And it's like, oh, that would be really cool. And, you know, in the first Scream, I'm sure that's how the two main chicks felt. But like yeah, yeah, 30 yeah. years later, they've done how many movies, how yeah. many shows? You know, they've been well known. It, everyone respects them for how long? Yeah. You're just not going to have that same outlook on a movie. Yeah, paycheck. Like, oh my God, they want me to do a Scream 20. Like, how much are you going to pay me? Like, yeah, I mean, it's pay some, me and I'll show up and I'll do it. At some point, it gets embarrassing, though. I like yeah. even the best of actors, it can get embarrassing. Like, and we're we got to cut this off recently because we're running out of time. But like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, same thing. Like, with, you know, Terminator, like, he just shouldn't show up anymore. As much, I love Arnold, but he, he should just. Well, that whole, like, oh, the original Terminator's back. Uh, Terminator to me, like, the only Terminator I really liked was Terminator 2. The other ones I thought were kind of trash, to be honest. But mm. you're right. It's like the, they just bring back, and it was all the nostalgia play. Bring back the nostalgia. Bring back the heartfelt characters. But it just gets played out. And, like, you know, these people don't have the motivation for these roles like they used to. So I think it was good. They put a really young, hot, <laughs> enthusiastic actress in the main lead role. And I think, like, she did the best she could. And like I said, it's probably somewhat biased for me to say. But, it, like, she didn't write all the lines, right? They dictate it. Like, when she made that corny-ass line, she probably didn't want to say that. Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah, Maybe. so, I mean, I just think, even though it was kind of like we're saying all this bad shit about it, it was still, like, enjoyable. Like, I've seen worse movies. Yeah, no, I agree. And, honestly, I'm surprised we got this much out of it because the movie was very... It's very shallow. It's very, you come in, you see people die, you go home. Like, it's the popcorn movie. If we had to give them the abstract for it, Houston, I think it would be like, all right, if you want to see a movie where some people get slashed up, they get, hon, hon, hon. They get fucking bodied. They get off. They get their throat slit. And then there's some hot chicks in it. And then there's like a few cool scenes here and there. And you just want an hour and a half blow off movie, just a fuck off movie where you just don't really pay super close attention. It's not unenjoyable, but from a critic standpoint, if you're critiquing it in terms of the quality of film, it's not a good movie. I would give it like a three out of a 10. Yeah. And I would give it like a, a D plus because technically it functions as a movie. It passes. And if you're in the right mindset, it could be funny. 
Yeah. But it's but like in terms of like actually passing of being legit good, like that you know at least C or better, it fails. It's not a good yeah. movie. You know what I think? What would you say is better, that or Matrix? I know they're not exactly the same movie, but and I think it's different because you have higher expectations for a Matrix movie. I, you know, Scream, even the other Scream, Scream is kind of like a corny series to yeah, begin with. Yeah, like Scream has always kind of been corny. I think Scream because it's more fun. The yeah. Matrix, especially Matrix Evolution, was not fun it's the first matrix was all you know is pretty much heady and there was all action they never reached that high the cerebralness of it was just non-existent it it started matrix one and then it never recovered because like matrix one was awesome and it never reached that same height no no no, never and two was well okay and three was what are you doing and then we you know it died and we're gonna let it die and then four is like we still got it and like an old person trying to get on a treadmill did not go as fast as it was going and the people were like on board with it. I just don't know. Not that this is about the Matrix too. It's like, why did they make Neon like that? Neo. And we got like he's John Wick. He's doing all this crazy shit. Obviously, he's not too old in those movies. Why'd you cast him as this washed up dude? I don't know. It's whack. So yeah. Yeah. Scream. We... If you want to see some throat slit, you want to see some hot chicks. It's probably for you. If you're if you're trying to see some intricate cinematic art, it's probably not for you. But I enjoyed it. I would never say it's a great movie, but I mean, it's enjoyable. And, you know, I have a low bar for horror movies, to be honest. So maybe that's just me. Yeah. Me with all my ranting, I would still recommend it. If you just want to see a movie and just something to do, I would say go check out Scream. It's a good laugh. Just don't go with any expectations. You know, this is what I think. Boot it. Boot it off the internet. Watch it with your girl. Watch it with your boyfriend. Watch it with whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, type of partner you have. Um, And... You know, watch it and get it on to it. I don't know. It's kind of that kind of movie. It's got that qual- arousing quality. <laughs> to some people. I'm just kidding. That's a little, <laughs> a little too much. But I'm just saying, like, it's that type of movie. Pirate it off the internet. Watch it Watch it at home with your significant, your partner, uh, something, you know. I, I, don't I, waste your money going to the movies. Ethically speaking, I can't promote the pirate part, but yeah. Yeah, don't. It's not worth the... Mission the, price. The, these, it's like it's like okay like the pirates say in uh pirates of the pacific um they okay. say like uh True. what did they say he's like aren't these your isn't this your code or whatever and he's like they're more like guidelines we're just giving you guidelines we're not telling you to go torrent we're just saying it's it's possible it's a possibility that's all yeah well that's yeah we've we've covered it all about scream as much as i think we could scream about it but hey thanks amir for coming on doing this movie review with me and then we'll do more of these in the future about different yeah, movies sure, you different guests and everything this is uh you know relatively new tell me what you think some feedback and yeah glad you heard this if yeah if you guys like it we'll keep doing more for right. sure all right peace out everyone right, bro. thanks for having me you will later guys bye oh, no, no.